<laughs> There's a sweet nature to a doll. Perfect pictures of innocence. Maybe a little too innocent. You are listening to A Case of the Chills. This is Layla here to bring you another sighting of the occult. What could happen when a spirit uses a doll as a vessel? Let's take a look inside the twist of playthings turned evil. The doll is the oldest known toy and it has been around since the ancient days of Egypt, Greece, and Rome. Though they might have been used to entertain children, there has been another purpose for these little figures. The imitation of a human makes them perfect for rituals and are known to have spiritual and magical value. Beyond the voodoo dolls are dolls for rituals such as fertility dolls in Africa and in Japan they were used as protection and in religious ceremonies. There were dolls that were used to perform spells and are spotted in cultures like African, Native American, and European. Yes, the voodoo doll goes far back. In Africa are the Nikishi, which are spirits or objects that inhabit spirits. A poppet was the doll used in old European folk magic and witchcraft made in the likeness of their subject so that they could cast spells on them. There is a long history of dolls, and through the ages we've come to find them a little unsettling with their vacant stares. Perhaps there is a reason why we take a second look at these playthings, and there are a few cases that give us a bit of the creeps. In the 70s came the tale of Annabelle, since then, there have been movies made from the inspiration of the story, though the original doll is a Raggedy Ann doll. Even though the Raggedy Ann isn't the most ominous of dolls, the story behind Annabelle has become well known for its frightening occurrences. Donna received the doll from her mother in 1970. She was a nursing student who lived with her roommate, Angie, and they found that the doll began to behave very strangely. They would return home to find the doll had changed position it was in, or sometimes it would be in a completely different room. At times, they would find written notes in their apartment from the doll asking for help on parchment they didn't keep in the house. Donna and Angie looked to a psychic medium after Donna's boyfriend experienced a strange incident with a doll. Now there's different tales involving Lou. In the apartment, he heard some shuffling around, but there was no one else there at the time. The other story was that he was attacked after he had woken from a nap. The doll apparently left a mark on Lou, which disappeared just a few days later. It was after this they went to the psychic who told them that the doll was possessed by a little girl who had died. The girl's name was Annabelle Higgins. The girls felt they could be of help to the doll, and they tried to keep the possessed toy, but found that little Annabelle was not going to play nicely. Donna and Angie were referred to a man named Ed Warren, along with his wife Lorraine, who were paranormal investigators, and felt the girls shouldn't have given the doll any sympathy. 
They believed that the doll was not inhabited by a little girl's spirit, but rather a demonic entity that was looking for a human to host it. They explained the girl's situation as follows. Spirits do not possess inanimate objects like houses or toys. They possess people. An inhuman spirit can attach itself to a place or object, and this is what occurred in the Annabelle case. This spirit manipulated the doll and created the illusion of it being alive in order to get recognition. Truly, the spirit was not looking to stay attached to the doll. It was looking to possess a human host. After meeting with the girls, the Warrens ordered there to be an exorcism done on the apartment, inviting two priests to perform the ritual, and then took Annabelle into their care. Currently, the Raggedy Ann doll resides in an occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut. The Warrens placed Annabelle in a wood and glass box so that no one is allowed to touch her. And for very good reason. On the box is a sign that reads, Warning, positively do not open. Ed Warren spent a good deal of his life researching the paranormal. Annabelle the doll and her history resides at the Warrens Museum. Ed and Lorraine came and picked her up and were told the story. This was not the end of Annabelle's reign of terror. The Warrens had first experienced the doll tampering with the brakes on the drive home, but with a little douse of holy water, they seemed to put things back in control. They also claimed that the doll levitated about the house and even found its way back when locked in a separate building. This was when they put Annabelle in the specially made box and inscripted it with the Lord's Prayer. It was enough to keep the demonic spirit to lay dormant, but it would not keep away the misfortune to those who looked upon its empty face. Like many skeptics who doubted the powers of the spirit, a priest had come through the occult museum to laugh at the doll, all locked up in her box. He picked her up despite the warning from Ed not to mock her, but the priest did not believe the hype. After leaving the museum, the priest totaled his new vehicle in a near-fatal accident and claimed that he saw Annabelle in the rearview mirror. But the priest was more fortunate than some. Another man came to witness the spectacle in the glass case. Laughing at the raggedy Andal, he tapped menacingly on the glass, but he would pay for his insults. According to his girlfriend, they were on their way home, still laughing about the doll, when he crashed his motorcycle. She was the only one who had survived. Despite all the tales of the doll's disasters, it would only be the word of the Warrens to account for it. From the original owners to the priests that performed the exorcism, no one came forward to share with the public their stories and there are no names for the unfortunate visitors. Still remains the doll all locked up in its special case, along with the rest of Warren's collections of haunted things and occult items. Annabelle is the top item in the museum of what seems to be a hodgepodge of knickknacks and tales that have been debunked by others. 
The Warrens were also involved in the famous Amityville hauntings. The credibility of the Warrens is debated like any other linked to folklore of this kind. But the truth lies with the Warrens in their final resting place, and though their daughter has taken over the museum and its strange objects, the place closed down in 2019 and remains permanently closed. There were rumors of Annabelle's escape in 2020, but the rumors were quickly quieted with a video showing the doll perfectly preserved in her case. Whether there is truth in the Warrens' findings, the story of Annabelle the doll gained enough attention to inspire the horror movie The Conjuring and many others. Though in these movies, the doll they used has no likeness to the Raggedy Ann, for they would have to get permission to use the same look, but for a dramatic cinema effect, they went with a classic porcelain doll. The storyline is also nothing like the original. Perhaps the skeptics aren't ready to believe in the story of the real Annabelle. Hers is not the only one. Like Lily, who was made in Germany in the 1800s, and whose hair is made from human. And Robert the doll, who was friends with the little boy who owned him. It is no surprise we have stories like Annabelle that have come about. While we can debate whether the concept of spirits possessing dolls could be true or not, it has definitely inspired the cult culture of all things dark and creepy. What really lies behind a doll's eyes? Are they as blank as they seem? Careful what you say to them, or they might just take it personal. Or maybe it was just a case of the chills. That ends the story of Annabelle the doll. There is not much known about her. She might live in a case, but that is all the truth we have of her. Join me next time for the last episode of A Case of the Chills first season. To tide you over until then, go enjoy the splendors of raving lunatic media with Cold Case Chase, Case Closed, and Sci-Fi Malady. And be sure to check out that hit new show, Zodiac Task Force. Thank you for listening to A Case of the Chills with me, Layla. Join us next time for a crossover episode with Matt from Cold Case Chase as we visit the mysterious disappearance of an entire settlement and the single word they left behind, Croatoan.